Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. It's August the 18th, 2022. It's another Technical Alpha. Glad you could join us today. If it's your first time here, thank you for uh, taking a few minutes out of your day to give us a shot. We talk about video games, movies, television. A little bit of everything in between. We answer questions at the end of the show because we like to think people give a shit about what we would answer. Got a great show lined up for you today. As always. One day I'm just going to surprise you. I'm going to throw a wrench in the wheel and be like, today's show sucks. But not today. Today's show is going to be good like every other week. But before we get started, Mr. Black, most important question of the week. How was your week? Uh, it was a good week. Excellent. That's it. Wow. It was good. It was a good week. Tight. Compact. That's it, man. Excellent. All the things you like in a week. Uh, yeah, my week was, uh, I, I, I guess also good. Uh, just lots of work at the house. Uh, having guys, uh, had, uh, uh, actually because we live in, we live in Nova Scotia, Jeff. So we actually just know everyone that does everything labor related. The only That's one I true. don't have is a plumber, which kind of sucks. Cause if you're going to know somebody, I'd almost, uh, yeah, well, yeah. No, I know uh, a couple. Do you know? Do you know? Do we, do we, yeah, do we do. grow up with them, though? No. Okay, that's no. what I was referring to. I was because oh, okay. we were like a small, you know, Nova Scotia small, you know, hell, I, like I know literally a guy. It's like that, that stupid thing of like, you know, you, I know a guy, literally, you know, going to school with them like my entire life. So uh, this one, an, another one, uh, come out to uh, take a peek at the back because I've got to do some grading uh, to put uh, the stone in place for a walkway. Mm. And, uh, so I got, uh, I got him out and, uh, he took a peek at that. Of course, some of it's also so that we can grade it away from the house because the last people that were there to do this job, uh, decided to grade towards the house for reasons unbeknownst to anyone. Uh, but, uh, thankfully no water in the basement at any point in time in the house's history, despite their best efforts. So we're going to, uh, grade it away from the house now though. So we don't run a risk of that ever happening anyway. And then of course also put in some stuff so that we can put the, the stone down to give a walkway for the, the, uh, unit downstairs. So it doesn't just look like a dump site back there, uh, when they arrive. Uh, and also in that same vein, same guy gonna, uh, he's got like a, a fucking backhoe, whatever the fuck. He's just gonna take the shed that's back there, yeet it right into the sun with that backhoe, uh, pile it up into his truck and haul that away as well. And then we've got, uh, a retaining wall that has a garden behind it up against, uh, the back of the property there that is way more garden than, than either Marcel or, my, or myself would ever use. Ever. It would just be a place where we look outside and go, shit, I have to go weed that today. Uh, and so that's also going to go bye-bye. Uh, we're going to keep some of the dirt there for, uh, uh, for maybe putting some sod or something down to create a small grass area. Because everything else is just rock. Because it used to be all deck back there. So there's no, there's no grass. So we might have a little strip back there. Uh, just enough to annoy me when I have to get a lawnmower to do like two pushes. Uh, no more, no less. And, uh, and leave it there. Call it a day. Yeah, just, just, just until you like, you like, just eyeball the, it. The eyeball it. The shitty thing about that though is when you, when like you run in a line and you gotta like tap or whatever the fuck if you don't have an auto feeder and you don't wait for the whipper snipper to stop. So you just end up with like bald spots and random spots. That's okay. Nobody give a shit. 
So we'll do something like that. So he came over and, and gave me a quote uh, on that stuff. And uh, and then dad and mom are down at the family home for the first time in I actually couldn't tell you the last time. Uh, you know, since Nan passed, now mom is free to actually leave the home. And so they went down and they're down for like uh, a week. Uh, and if I can convince them more, <laughs> but they're down there uh, all this week. So I uh, over at the house, I've been putting in uh subfloor so the excuse me the second subfloor on top of the original on top of floor leveler so that we have a decent surface to put flooring on and so uh it's just like tiny little i don't even know what it is it might be like holy shit quarter inch or something it's triply it's just like the thin 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 shit uh, and so it's just to give us a, a smooth surface to work from. So I've been putting that down in the living and dining room area. I've never screwed so much in my life, if you know what I mean. Uh, my knees are fucked right now. I've sp- I spent two straight days on the ground. The second day I found dad's knee pads. So the first day I didn't have knee pads. That was a poor life choice. Second day found knee pads. Much better. But now I have, now I've learned that I should like wear pants with the knee pads because now the backs of my knees are torn to fuck from the straps from the knee pads so we're gonna we're slowly learning so next time i will have something to stop that and then hopefully i won't you know just have uh rash marks everywhere and and feel bad but uh yeah uh it's it's been uh, it's been a time we put down i think i put down something like a thousand screws so far so thrilling work, by the way, and in no way monotonous to just sit down and put screws into the ground for like eight hours straight. In no way is that monotonous. And uh, I definitely didn't hear the same like three like riffs of Bon Jovi on the fucking radio station <laughs> like every hour that entire time. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, slow but sure. So yeah, it's been good to see that stuff go down. And, uh, and thankfully, I haven't fucked anything up yet. You know, dad's not around. And so I'm looking at this going, please, for the love of God. Don't fuck this up. Don't, don't like fuck some shit up so we gotta order even more material because we ordered basically what we need. So I'm like, oh, come fuck, don't, don't. So, like, the longest time yesterday in the morning, the first thing I did, I started like laying some sheets out to like see if it was gonna run square, run straight, or whatever. And of course, all the shit's like, cause it's only like uh, only three plies, so it's like wavy and fucked, all fucked up. And you're trying to see if it's all sitting level. And I was just sweating for like an hour and a half. I didn't even put a screw in the ground yet. I was just standing there looking. And I was like, "Fuck! I don't want to fuck this up. Fuck!" And I was just trying to like desperately get it all lined up. But we eventually, I figured out a, a method, and, and it seems like it's going to work out okay. But uh, that doesn't mean I can't still fuck it up tomorrow. So there's still hope. And that's it. That's all I had. Destiny two. Still video game. PvP sucks balls. Let's talk about some video games. Speaking of, Mr. Black Embracer Group today dropping some bombs in the world of, uh, of, of capitalism. In case you guys were wondering how the whole, the entire world converging into three categories and three companies is going, we're getting closer. So Embracer Group has uh, stepped out to uh, make some more purchases uh, as of late, and that announcement came in earlier today. Uh, The list thus far is Limited Run Games, Singtrix, which is a vocal processing technology group, uh, Tuxedo Labs, Tripwire Interactive, who is the team that does Killing Floor, uh, and another undisclosed game studio that creates PC and console games. Now, I don't know if it's... When somebody says PC and console games, sometimes I take that in the in the way that, like, they, um, 
they're like a company that does like uh, ports and shit. And so maybe we don't know yet. They there was some legal reason why they couldn't announce this one yet. Some sort of contracty thing. So we'll obviously find out what one that is uh, after that whole thing runs out. But for now, it's just another one. There is rumor going around some insider shit that perhaps it is a company that is going to be the one to take over one of these cancelled or delayed Star Wars projects, whether that's the Knights of the Old Republic one that we talked about a couple weeks ago getting indefinitely put on hold, uh, or otherwise, I don't know, but again, uh, Embracer is rarely a group to hold back any information. They like to broadcast it to the world whenever they've got something, so I'm sure we will find out what that is. But perhaps most startling uh, or surprising out-of-left-field purchase today uh, was that they bought Middle Earth Enterprises. And Middle Earth Enterprises, if you don't know, are the owners of the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit IP. Not just for games, movies, television, and games. The whole, the whole shebang. It's the, the, just the straight-up intellectual property for Tolkien's works in those two uh, properties. Uh, which is not something I expected to ever sell let alone to the Embracer group, but here we are. I don't know. I, I, I briefly tried to look up how much they paid for that. I didn't, I didn't find anything readily. I'm sure it might be floating around out there somewhere, uh, but uh, that's a, a definitely a, a relatively large purchase, and we'll be interested to see what they do with it. They've already mentioned. They said, hey, we got some ideas. We got movie ideas. We got TV ideas. We got, we got, we got a little bit of everything, which really, I mean, what else were they going to say? We bought it. We have no idea what we're doing. Unlikely the case. Really, it's Lord of the Rings. It's kind of like one of those things you you have to actively try to fuck up. I mean, it's literally the most verbose, heavily lore-ridden, well-defined universes in intellectual property. If you fuck it up, you've probably made an effort to fuck it up along the way. Uh, in news that makes me feel old, Mr. Black, which really, these days, is almost every piece of news that I'm reading... Uh, NBA 2K23 is bringing back the Jordan Challenge, and not only that, Michael is, of course, the cover athlete for this one. Of course, it's 2K23, and his number being 23, they're bringing back Michael for this one. Uh, but the Jordan Challenge comes back as well, which is something I believe they've done before in the past. It allows you to play through 15 of his greatest moments throughout his career, uh, and this is the part that made me feel old, because <laughs> they made specific mention. They needed to point this out. That the audience will be in period accurate clothing, which is something I'm used to being associated with the 1800s or some shit where they say, yeah, we're going to do, you know, like Jane Eyre in period specific clothing. Not, oh, it was the 90s, which apparently we're far enough away from to refer to as period specific. And now I feel kind of are. It is true. It's not something that you think about, but like the 90s today is the equivalent of when we were teenagers, like the 60s. Yes. Fuck. We're old. <laughs> Fuck. That's why. Okay. So yeah, there you go. So period specific. So that means, I don't know, like uh, brightly colored track suits, neon green and pink fanny packs on at least 30% of the audience at any given time. Bad haircuts, and everyone in the audience looks 43, even if they're 24. Coming soon to NBA 22K23. Uh, actually, I forgot to put it in here, but related to this as well, uh, um, 
uh, PGA Tour 2K23 just announced here, I think it was yesterday or the day before, is uh, Tiger Woods. He's back on the cover after a very long hiatus of not being uh, front cover uh, of that series. And I don't know if they've got, like, similar to this, some special sauce uh, that they're going to put in there as well, but uh, all the same. I looked at that and I said, holy shit, what year is it? Michael Jordan's the cover of NBA 2K and uh, Tiger's the, the cover of, uh, of well, golf I, 2K. I think, I, think, I think Tiger is the cover because of all the golf drama that's been going on. The Live Golf Tournament. Yeah, because the Live offered him $800 million to go play in their league. Yeah. And he said no. He said no. So what is PGA, <laughs> what is PGA doing? They're now throwing him on the, making him the face, you know? Uh, you know, making a statement. He's here with us. I, I fully believe that's why it happened. And PGA probably paid him a fuck. A, a not eight hundred million. No, no, definitely not eight hundred million. <laughs> but it's definitely probably probably a hundred plus million. Oh yeah, <laughs> he yeah, sure. He ain't doing it for less than that. Yeah, sure. Uh, they probably paid him a fuck ton of money uh, to be on the cover of that game. Uh, not not just to make money, but to make a statement. You know, it's true. Uh, Tigers it's, with us. It's true. If only I, I think the PGA is sitting back going, damn it. Why couldn't Tiger have not crashed his car? We need him healthier right now. The, the, the PGA is in a rough spot. You got all these Saudis swimming in fucking dirty oil money, buying up every single fucking young talent in the entire friggin' league. We got to stop that. We got to hemorrhage and we got to stop the hemorrhaging. Where's Tiger when you need him? And then they look over and Tiger's like getting out of his chair, but not really quick. Like, I'll be right there. Ah! He's trying. He's putting, he's putting in an effort. But as it turns out, fucking yourself up in a car accident is not the way to get yourself golf ready for the big times. But all the same, uh, you know, it kind of in a weird nostalgic way. Awesome. Take me back. If only NBA 2K23 uh was anything other than just like a sort of fifa light where it's just one giant micro transaction fantasy team fucking shit show if only uh all right now that i've gone off the the beaten path for for tiger where am i okay here we go so intel which many moons ago i would have briefly mentioned uh during uh jeff's favorite segment me talking about technology that Intel was going to get into graphics cards, like consumer-grade graphics cards at some point. Uh, well, they're here, and they're starting to get tested here and there. Uh, and uh, But they weren't going for... They, they didn't come out and be like, all right, we're going to take on, like, the top-of-the-line shit. We're getting in, you know, more mid-level. And that's what they seem to be aiming for. So their ARC series, that's the name of the series, and the ARC A750 specifically, as far as this news is concern, uh, concerned, uh, is targeting entry to mid-level segments and averages about 3-5% to 5 better performance in 1080p and 1440p, which are the two most popular uh, formats, than the NVIDIA 3060, which is, to my knowledge, second only to either the 2060 or the 1660 as the, the most owned uh, newish graphics card. Uh, with it averaging closer to 5% when Vulcan is in use. So not DirectX 12, but Vulcan uh, as a thing, and it sees, it sees even better performance. For streamers, if you're, any of you out there are, are content creators, 
uh, or streamers or anything of that nature, and you're looking for something to do live content with perhaps in the future, or you're trying to keep your fingers on the pulse for what's going to come up, well, AV1 as a format instead of X264, which is what everyone else has been using for things like uh, Twitch and YouTube for ages for live streaming purposes, AV1 is set to finally dethrone X264 after it's been used since the dawn of fucking time. In fact, Michael Jordan very much could have actually still been in the league when X264 was fucking coming around. Uh, he was probably playing for the Wizards, but uh, all the same. So AV1 uh, is way more efficient than X264. So you can get the same quality video for way less bitrate. <laughs> way less. Which is great for everyone. It's great for streamers because it lowers how much data they're pushing out if they're on a data-limited plan. It's great for distributors like YouTube and Twitch because it dramatically lowers how much bandwidth they're having to deal with on their end. And it's great for the viewers too because, again, data limits allows them to watch at higher qualities for way less data throughput, uh, and it's easier to send that data so that the streaming experience is smooth. Um, for example, Netflix already has some implementation, uh, implementations of AV1, so does YouTube. It's a handful of videos right now, usually the most uh, traffic-driven videos on YouTube, the ones that are hitting millions and millions, they will do a conversion to AV1 for that purpose. It's kind of like their test bed, but also because so many people are watching it, it's a method for them to, uh, to get that out there. Uh, and it does, it looks really good. Uh, Epos Vox already did, uh, the streaming professor on YouTube already did some tests for this to look at quality, and, and it's true. Uh, way less bitrate, same quality or better, which is uh, a big mover. Now, is it going to come out next week for this shit? No, fuck no. Take some time for these platforms to move over from one major standard to another, uh, but it's coming. And the beauty of this is that you could buy an Intel card for like under 300 bucks. I think one was even like around 200 and something. And just have it dedicated to doing your encoding on your stream, whether you're in one PC, two PC, whatever, and you're done. No more buying like this 610 core, 450,000 watt processor to try and do your fucking encoding and streaming at the same time, or relying on your NVIDIA uh, graphics card to try and do double duty, playing the game and doing encoding. Uh, you don't have to do that kind of stuff anymore when this rolls through. So it's kind of exciting from a content creator standpoint. Less so for gamers, perhaps, unless you're in that category of 3060, uh, or, which is evidently many fucking people. But what's nice from that standpoint is it's not just two big dogs now. It's not just going to be AMD versus NVIDIA. Now we get three. And competition of any kind, when graphics cards are costing 4000 fucking dollars, is a good damn time in my books. So hopefully Intel keeps uh, keeps that coming and and uh, and gives Nvidia some more competition outside of AMD. Uh, speaking of Twitch, which was my segue because I meant to actually end on the fact that Twitch is going is working currently on some form of AV1 uh, implementation. Uh, speaking of Twitch, after much backlash posting uh, their announcement uh, for no health measures for the upcoming TwitchCon, I can't remember, is that San Diego, I think, is the next TwitchCon? Uh, so they, they posted uh, originally that they weren't going to do any, uh, any restrictions of any kind, uh, health measures, and then um, a whole bunch of people were not particularly happy about that, and I mean, like, I guess the majority of people that I saw rolling through, but that, hard to tell what that's indicative of these days. All the same. Uh, they eventually changed their tune. Uh, ticket sales apparently weren't doing incredible. Uh, so I don't know if that was the main driver behind changing their tune. 
uh, to try and convince a few more people to roll through. Either way, as soon as they made that announcement that they were going to, I think, I think the 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 majority of it is like a masking and then either proof of of uh, vaccination or um, a test before you walk onto the premises, uh, which you know the standard fare for the last two and a half years. Um, Nick Merckx immediately, and I mean, I think it was like within 20 minutes or some shit. This shit was quick. Uh, so I don't know if he already had this shit planned or if he just decided to like fucking YOLO. Nick Merckx came out and said, fuck that shit. Hold your L. I'm going to open up my own, my own, uh, party with my own hookers and blow, uh, on this side. And you're not going to have to mask up if you're hanging out with these hookers. Uh, and so, uh, he apparently, I think also in San Diego, uh, to my knowledge, is running his own gig at the same time as, um, as TwitchCon. So you got two choices. You got Nick Merck's con and TwitchCon, if you're in for a con, and if you're in San Diego at the time. Uh, so you've got a couple options there. Uh, but, uh, I have no idea what's happening at either of those events. Uh, I haven't cared about TwitchCon in many years now because TwitchCon just became like this weird corporate thing. Uh, but uh, I'm sure Nick's is going to be probably just one giant party, which lots of people will be interested in, I would say. More than likely. Uh, also re- related to Twitch uh, is is they also managed to ban a VTuber this week, Mr. Black. VTuber is becoming very popular on Twitch. Uh, they have been for a while. Pretty big on YouTube as well. Uh, and this was one of the, uh, I would say, I, I don't know what the size, I would say it's probably a mid to, mid to upper, uh, tier VTuber based on the rig that I saw. Uh, got banned after doing a, a bikini beach stream. So they had, you know, it's a VTuber, so you can go wherever the fuck you want. You're just a friggin' cartoon character. So they were hanging out on the beach, characters in a bikini, and Twitch was like, nah, fuck this shit. Uh, probably an auto ban. I suspect a bunch of people rolled through and fucking clicked on report. Uh, but they didn't give the VTuber any reason for the ban. After asking, no reason, no nothing. They have no idea what's going on. And so, <clears throat> I just thought that was hilarious because given the current the current themes on Twitch right now being mostly um, blowjob simulators and, uh, and other beach-related stuff uh, with bikinis. And by beach-related, I mean just a bikini in an inflatable hot tub or an inflatable pool. Some irony. Mr. Black, this is a very... No, the stream did not shut down. The stream is up. But, and my audio is still going, but that... What the fuck? Welcome back. Okay, I thought, I thought <laughs> your shit went out. I, I, I just reconnected. So, so, did I, so did I for a second, because sometimes I've, I've had a situation where this computer will, like the, the gaming PC, which is what you're on, will f- partially freeze... But mm. my audio will still be going and still go to the streaming PC. And so I was like, Uh-oh. oh, fuck, maybe that was it. But no, apparently not. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back. But yeah, anime, uh, the long story short, Mr. Black, is anime titties unacceptable? Real in quotation mark titties? Back on the menu, boys. That's what that, that's what that story's only, all about. Only, only fans farming uh, titties? Yes, they're okay. VTubers? Can't get that those. shit out of here. <laughs> It's probably just, it's probably automated, man. A bunch of people probably... It is, it is but they tried to contact and they wouldn't give them, like, any fucking reasoning for the ban. And I guess it's still, to my knowledge, I haven't seen anything reported where the ban is lifted. It's just fucking weird. Like, it's just, it's just, it's not to be ser- taken seriously. It's just great irony uh, from my perspective, watching it from the outside. 
Uh, Apple, Mr. Black, is reportedly exploring some more options for making some more advertising revenue. Because they're not making enough right now, they need to make more advertising revenue like everyone else. Trying to find as many ways to get as much ads in our face as humanly possible in some sort of weird Orwellian dystopian future where everywhere you go you're just getting slammed with, like, uh, advertisements for, for anything and everything all at once. And so, there are ways of looking into this, Mr. Black, currently, for more ads. They're big, they're big ticket items after they're brainstorming. Uh, they sat down and said, alright, look, we're gonna find a way to get some more ads in Maps. So the Apple Maps app, apparently, possibly going to be getting some more ads. That sounds useful while you're trying to get to your destination or looking for where to go. Getting slammed with Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials along the way. Uh, also looking for, uh, ways of getting apps, uh, or ads into, and this was the, this is the worst one. Books. These motherfuckers are even tabling the idea of putting ads on the books that people are getting digitally. If Well, I mean, I guess on the one side, if this were to happen, a lot of people might go back to, like, just buying actual books <laughs> instead. Or just buying Kindle shit instead of Apple-related shit. Uh, that's abysmal. Imagine buying a fucking digital book like that and flipping through the pages and you just get randomly a pop-up ad. Get that shit out of here, for fuck's sakes. So anyway, they're considering it. None of this is set in stone yet, but y you bet your ass if they come up with a way that they think will work, they'll do it. Uh, also, podcasts, of course, and Apple TV+, Plus, uh, all of which are, uh, are, are being tabled for more advertisements. And this seems to be kind of a theme, we'll get to this actually down in the movies and TV segment, but it seems to be a kind of a theme everywhere where, uh, evidently, there's just not enough ads, Jeff. We don't get we don't get inundated with enough of them. We need more, and that's kind of where everything uh, is going. Similar to what we talked about uh, probably over two months ago with gaming, where there's a couple of patents now for uh, streaming current ads into any game somebody's playing. Buckle the fuck up. We gotta find. They're finding all these kids have gotten too good at tuning out ads. So now we gotta pipe ads in new and inventive ways. I saw a Twitter. I saw a Twitter advertisement. A promoted ad uh, the other day that said, and this is the shit that just fucking like you know it exists, but when you it, it, when you see it, you're just it like you're like fuck. I know you exist, but I hate that I know it now even more because you've brought it to my attention. Uh, it was an ad that just said, Generation Z has an estimated, uh, uh, what was it? An estimated 150 million dollars in purchasing power. Find out how to. Enter into this growing and expanding market. And I was like, oh, fucking kill me. It's like, first of all, it was funny to me because I was like, all right, $150 million is like basically fucking three pennies and a, and a fart uh, for like an actual market. But, you know, there's just like, it's, it's like, get in now, boys. Get in now before they grow up. And that market turns from 150 into a billion. Get it while the getting's good. Uh, but there you go, Apple looking to, to get a little bit more in there. And speaking of more uh, obtuse ways of advertising, Fortnite continues to get crazier and crazier as the Dragon Ball Super characters dropped this week. I'm sure you saw that all over your timeline from people spamming the shit out of that uh, in various ways, Mr. Black. Goku, Vegeta, Bulma, and I'm pretty sure it's Beerus is the last character that was in that list, are all playable with a wide selection of emotes, and so now if you've ever wanted to see John Cena power up into a Super Saiyan, you could do that. Maybe Batman? Literally anyone. If you want to see Bulma throw a fucking Kamehameha, you can do that too. 
Shit, if you wanted to see Superman throw a Kamehameha, ironically add Goku in a fight of who's actually going to win, you could also do that shit. Uh, but yeah, it's gotten crazier and crazier. It's just like, it's just a giant brand land out there. Uh, and, uh, to be honest though, if you're going to do it, Fortnite's doing it the right way. Shit's all crossed over. None of it's like really siloed into individual, like annoying pieces. It's just every pop culture icon crammed into a game. Now Kamea blasting each other <laughs> for the victory royale. And the shit's working! That's better than putting ads in, in fucking Google books, I can tell you that much right now. Uh, but there you, there you go. Seeing that, Mr. Black, as big oh, of a Dragon Ball character, no, you I already know how it's going! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will not <laughs> play Fortnite. It didn't even, like, give you a little bit, like, maybe I want to throw no. one? No. Just one? No? All None. right. I'm okay. Out. <laughs> I'm out. They look good, though. I gotta, like, I gotta sure. give it to them. They look, yeah, sure. they look good. Yeah, I'm not playing Fortnite, good. though. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, AMD is poised to announce uh, their new 9-series CPUs, with some numbers being thrown around, uh, and making it look like yet another huge leap forward in processing power for Team Red. Uh, Intel has continued to be the single-core champion, though, for a long time now, which has been kind of like how they keep promoting. If you want the last 15 frames per second in your games, go Intel. Ignore the fact that you're going to destroy your power bill. But for those last 15 frames, Team Blue. Uh, but they keep trading blows. So here comes AMD with their next series, which rumor has it, maybe some of the of the X570 boards, which is like the AM4, might still support it. Yeah, but you could do a Kamehameha wave and then floss as Goku. It's true. It's true, as uh, when worlds collide. Uh, but yeah, AM- AMD is coming up now with uh, with these chips, in the I think towards the end of the year, uh, because a lot of these speeds are are getting kind of crazy. Uh, and and usually, AMD is at least a little bit aware of how much power draw their chips are using. So it'll be nice to see. Some people are throwing around like uh, system builders uh, are throwing around that. You know, for the sweaty guys and girls out there playing Warzone or Fortnite where they're throwing Kamea blasts at John Cena, uh, they'll be getting in Warzone, there's an estimated possible like upwards of like 300, 400 frames per second based on these on these chip speeds. Uh, not that you're probably ever going to be able to find one for purchase, but uh, good luck out there if you're going to try. Mr. Black, this will throw you back to childhood a little bit. Alone in the Dark! Remember playing that one? I do. Back in the day, I believe that was part of your totally legal and not illegally obtained uh, binder full of games that we played that one summer uh, and blasted through like 30, 40 fucking games in one in I mean, one summer. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I would rent games and then burn them. <laughs> and Alone in the Dark was one of those games. Alone in the Dark was one of those games. And it was a pretty good game. Uh, but, uh, the alone, a new Alone in the Dark game was leaked ahead of its proper reveal by a Belgian shop listing. The game is set to be a psychological horror that play, uh, pays homage to the original. It's being remade similarly, uh, in the way that Resident Evil 2 was, as is evident in the released screenshots and trailer. I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but you could check it out if you want to. Uh, and, uh, it's looking pretty good. It's literally, like, it looks like it, it's about the... The same quality as the Resident Evil 2 uh, remake. Looks really good. Uh, and shit, I mean, it looks like horror games in general are having a bit of a renaissance uh, in the last couple of years. So uh, it'll, be, it'll be a good time, hopefully, uh, dip back into an older intellectual property that I haven't touched 
in a long time. Once again, making me feel old, remembering the summer of, uh, of, of that, uh, of Alone in the Dark. Oh my god, what other ones did we play? We did, that was like Alone in the, that was, that summer was like Alone in the Dark, Dino Crisis, fucking, um, Parasite Eve, both the Parasite Eve games, uh, that was the summer that we played, um, Galarians, uh, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, uh, yeah, a fuck. lot of games. A lot of games. There was a lot of games played that summer. We were degenerate for like two straight months. Just crushed endless games. Uh, next up, a very specific but incredibly hardcore fan base has uh, had reason to celebrate this week. As THQ Nordic also announced that Gothic 1 is getting a remake. Gothic uh, being one of the more uh, esoteric but like very popular within its group uh, adventure RPG PC games. A lot of people still support Gothic in, I think, 1 and 2 uh, on Steam with a lot of mods to kind of keep them up to date, and a lot of people keep doing runs over and over and over again, and uh, very hardcore, dedicated fan base uh, for that. Very European-centric, uh, but they're doing a remake of Gothic 1, so a lot of people are going to be pretty, pretty jazzed about that. Even I am, because I tried to go back and play Gothic, because a lot of people were like, Adam, you know, you played Elder Scrolls, you played this, you played that, you haven't played Gothic because you didn't have a computer back then that could power that shit. All you could do was play Brood War at four frames per second. Well, why don't you play fucking Gothic? And I said, all right, I'll give her a shot. And I just, it's just too old for me. I couldn't get into it. But if they do this, I might give her another shot. I might dip my toes in the Gothic waters, so to speak. Uh, Mr. Black, get your gambling in now. And I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not talking about your poker matches. Overwatch has officially announced that they will stop selling loot boxes as of August 30th this month. Just in a, another week or so. Uh, and also, that come October, when Overwatch 2 launches, they will roll out the new Battle Pass system that will replace the loot boxes as a method to unlock items. So what will happen is, if you haven't opened up loot boxes that you have by towards the end of September, they will. there's a day that will happen where all of them will get unlocked all the shit just files into your inventory, and that's the show. And then they switch over into the battle passes. From there, that's their, their new method. They're joining everyone else with the battle passes instead of loot boxes. Uh, and I'll be interested to see... You know, there's, there are good battle passes and bad battle passes, some that are kind of predatory in that they expect you to basically no-life the shit out of the game to get anything out of it, even if you buy it. Uh, with the expectation that you will purchase individual levels for real currency, real money, uh, to get up if you can't, you know, if you're not the type that can play it for eight hours a day, five days a week, uh, and some that are a little bit, uh, a little bit more sensible, uh, with uh, respect to the player's time. So we'll have to see how, which side of the fence Overwatch 2 sits on, but, uh, you know, it's not like Blizzard is in good, the good graces of everyone right now. They need all the help they can fucking get. So hopefully these battle passes are really good. And very, very generous, for the love of God. They, they need something along those lines. Uh, Team Xbox has finally admitted that Xbox One sold less than half that of the PS4 during their sales cycles. This isn't exactly a surprise to anyone that has seen any numbers come out in the last oh, five years. Uh, however, Microsoft has never really like actively said, hey, yeah, we got, we got smacked around in the last generation. Uh, I think this came out in part of that, I think that still ongoing like Apple, walled garden, um, uh, lawsuit thing that's been going on, like, ongoing for a while. Remember Epic and Apple and all that shit that came out with that filing, some court filing? 
uh, where Microsoft gave some more specific numbers and said, hey, yeah, we, we, got, we got fucked on. Not surprising. You know, if you, if you remember back that far, if you're not that young, uh, the launch for the Xbox One was bad. Like, really bad. Like, shockingly poor. Uh, enough that I'm actually surprised Xbox survived at all, and if it wasn't Microsoft backing them with all of their money, it probably would have killed them. Like, if, if PlayStation had as bad of a game plan, PlayStation might have actually just tanked into the fucking ground and never recovered. Uh, it was the, it was the previous E3 where they had, uh, you know, they paraded around, like, the NFL TV on Xbox One. It was everything but games. It was, like, no games. And then, of course, they forced every Xbox One to be purchased alongside with the, uh, the Kinect, which added $100 to the price tag, uh, which was just insane. Uh, and, of course, that, and that made it $100 more than the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 4, which at that point, like, <laughs> that's an instant loss. You've, you've, you lost before you ever even fucking left the gate. Then you have to try and win people back. You're already too late by that point. Uh, and it was, uh, Phil Spencer worked his ass off to, to get Xbox back to where it is now and the rest of the team. Uh, but holy shit, that was, a, a poor choice, to say the least. One of the best moves that they did immediately is so Phil Spencer walked into that office, kicked that door in and said, FUCK CONNECT! And that shit was gone in a bundles faster than <laughs> like the same week his ass walked through the doors. No more connects in bundles. Instant $100 price drop. All of a sudden consoles are selling and somebody went, Wow! That's not a bad... Good work, Phil! Good work, keep up the work! Sometimes you wonder how corporate even, like, puts their pants on in the morning when they make some of these, some of these decisions. But there you go, they're, they're, they've admitted that they got stomped. It was bad. I mean, the PlayStation 4 is, I think, the third... I think the third, maybe even the second highest-selling console of all time. It's in, like, the top three, if I'm not mistaken. And so it's not shocking that Xbox One got fucking memed, but all the same. There you go. Warzone 2, uh, its release date may have been leaked this week, as an alleged internal document showed up online, showing a November 16th date, which certainly sounds plausible. And I think there was also, alongside of that, although I couldn't dig it up again, I thought there was also a leaked possible date for World of Warcraft's Dragonflight, which is the next expansion uh, for that coming up. I think they were le uh, leaked alongside of one another. But that sounds plausible. If you came to me and said, Adam, I heard something. So what? Warzone 2, November. So yeah, that's all right. Yeah, just before Christmas. Yeah, yes. And even if you were wrong, I'm, I'm, it's a good guess. It's November. It makes sense to me. Hopefully it's less. Hopefully it's less spaghetti coated this time. I'm kind of. I haven't played Warzone in a while. I kind of want to play it, but then I think about how bad it is, and I went, ah, stop the madness. Wait for Warzone two. Hopefully it's better. Uh, and lastly, unfortunately, the, that Elden Ring news from last week, the xCloud, the Game Pass, everyone was, you know, getting a little excited, like, oh, maybe, maybe Elden Ring's coming to the Game Pass. No. Get fucked. Xbox themselves came out and said, guys, unfortunately, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but, uh, that was a bug in the system, accidentally listed. Not actually meant to be there. And so, all that tells me, though. And I will say this, not to keep everyone's hopes up, is that if a bug in the system can accidentally put Elden Ring up there, that means that it was at least tabled as an idea at some point. And it's floating around. Because you don't, like, like, how else do you accidentally do it? It's not like somebody sat there and typed in 
Elden Ring. Enter. Like, that's, like, unlikely what happened. That shit was already sitting around to be accidentally put out there. So maybe, I'm not saying it will happen, but insert Jim Carrey, you're saying there's a chance. Dot GIF? It's entirely possible. Then in the future, Elden Ring will pop up. And speaking of Elden Ring, uh, just before, I didn't write down because it happened just before as well, just to wrap up the, the game segment, Elden Ring announced that they have sold, I believe it was 16.6 million copies thus far. That's a lot. Which is a shit... When you consider the type of game that Elden Ring that's, is... That's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of... That's a lot of people getting good, Mr. Black. It's a lot of people getting good. You didn't play uh, Elden Ring yet, did you? I thought you said you might give it a I go if you had some time. I played a bunch of it. I haven't finished it. Oh, did it. you? Yeah, yeah, I played what were, and what were, I thought I'd be asked you before, but what were your thoughts so far, like, having played some of the older ones, too? Was it, was it more Dark it's, Souls, basically? Yeah, it's more Dark Souls. It's a little yeah. easier than... Um, it kind of mm. feels like the same type of hardness as, um, like, Bloodborne. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So hard, I mean, are, but not like... But yeah, it, is not, it, Now, is it less difficult because you have previous experience, or probably. do you actually think it's like... so. Yeah, or, or do you think it's so. just a little easier in general? Yeah, but the, a lot of the a lot of the big bosses are just really easy because you can use um, you can jump on and off a horse. And, oh right, you got your like astral plane horse. Yeah, and and you've got um, almost like summons, so you can you can summon um other fighters, and the boss will go and fight them a lot of the time, and then you can just get a bunch of hits off. It's, it's a mm. You know, it, it's it's fine. It's fine. I wasn't like, I think the game's Blown a little away. overhyped. I think it's yeah. a little overhyped. But at the same time, I think it's a really beautiful game as well. And the way that they, like the open worldness, and you can kind of choose your own path. And uh, did you make you know, any mistakes where you chose your own path and then, oops, I just walked into the seventh circle of hell yeah, yeah. a little bit early? Yeah, I did that. I did that. And you, and the, the thing is, you can actually beat those bosses if you want to like. Grind it out. Yeah, grind it out. But there are areas in which, like, you probably shouldn't go until you're at a higher level. Um, but yeah, no, the game's good. Like, I'm not shitting on it by any means. It, it's it's a it's a solid game. I'll probably go back and 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 play it. Um, but you know, I've got the streamer's curse. You know, so I I just <laughs> it's true. It is what it is. It's true. It is what it is. What it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, I look forward to eventually t- dipping my toes in and uh, and playing that uh, as well and getting my ass probably destroyed a few times uh, by it. I think the reasons why I go back to play it over time for Dark Souls has been less and less about you know the uh, so I can say hey I beat it because that was only really cool in like 2010 when Dark Souls 1 came out. Now if you've beaten 1, it's like the experience just kind of yeah. feeds on itself and it's kind of whatever. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, you, when, you, when you have people out there beating the game with a Guitar Hero guitar, you know, you, you're no longer, you can't just be like, yeah, I beat it. But like, well, congratulations, Timmy over here literally just live-streamed himself beating it with electrodes yeah. attached to potatoes. Like, yeah. like, like, like it doesn't even make sense anymore. But the art team, the art design and shit that they've got for those games... That's great. Is a lot of why I go back because it's done such a, a great job. But that's it, Mr. Black. That's, that's all we got for video game news this week. We got right. through it. You survived. And now it's time to do what you do best. And that's tell everyone about our sponsors. Patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there. Support the podcast. If you don't have any money to throw at the screen each month, 
You can throw it at our sponsor, NordVPN. And I do believe today is the first day of a new promotion they got going on. When you get a two-year subscription, you get four bonus months. Plus Whoa! a massive discount when you use the promo code OTT. So Damn. go to nordvpn.com slash OTT. Go check out their new deal. If you guys were on the fence, you haven't pulled the trigger yet, now is the time. Because you're getting dang near two and a half years for the price of two. And you're still getting a massive discount. You're supporting the podcast and yourself by staying safe and anonymous on the internet. Uh, guys, you need some cybersecurity in your life. And you need it daily. All right? All it takes is one day, one moment of weakness. And they're in. They're taking thought, all your shit. I thought you were going right? to spin into some M&M there for a second. I wasn't sure. I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and you can use up to six simultaneous devices. So you only need one account per household. You can, watch, you can use it as not only something for safety, but you can also use it to watch more content, watch region block content on the internet, whether it's on Twitter, YouTube, uh, websites, news article websites, wherever. Um, you can watch different regions of Netflix, the click of a button by masking your IP to a different country that has different licensing. Um, and of course, you know, you can stay safe and stay anonymous when you're on the internet, whether you're at home, public Wi-Fi, you're traveling across the world, you can use it on your smartphone, your TV, your tablet, your PC, your Mac. They got an app for everything, guys. It's NordVPN. They're everywhere. And so you should support them because they support the podcast. Use the promo code OTT. Heck, if you already purchased it and you're like, guys, you tell me this every single week. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm already <laughs> sold. Well, tell your parents. Tell your friends. <laughs> tell them how great NordVPN is and tell them to use the promo code OTT. Tell them to stay safe and anonymous. I know you know somebody that's traveling. We're on the other side of COVID. Everybody's traveling. If they can get a dang passport. Arguably, too many, arguably according to a Pearson Airport, too many people are traveling currently. Well, that's that's because nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> they ain't got enough staff. But <laughs> you know who doesn't stop working? Nord Cyber thieves. <laughs> and NordVPN. Cyber thieves. And you know what else doesn't stop working? NordVPN. <laughs> it works damn well. So get yourself... <laughs> the subscription and now's the time it's a new deal it's the biggest one that we've ever seen in the three years i've been with them that's right it's that time click the uh, the link in the description below and go get yourself nordvpn let's go and now it's time for movies and tv it's begun, Mr. Black. Disney Plus. This is and this is what I was referencing earlier uh, when talking about Apple and their advertisements. Disney Plus is adding an advertisement-supported tier to their list and moving the current ad-free offering up the ladder and for a few more dollars. The ad-supported tier called Disney Plus Basic. Uh, it comes in at $7.99 US, while the ad-free tier called Disney Plus Premium will be available for $10.99 US. All shows will remain on both tiers. And this starts up apparently on December the 8th. And this mirrors also, I believe, uh, Hulu is also moving, uh, moving some tiers around and increasing prices uh, in a similar fashion. And then the Disney Plus Hulu ESPN combo-y thing that the US has that I don't think we have up here in Canada um, also is getting movements in prices in a general upward moment, uh, movement, 
uh, except for the toppest of the top tiers, which I think st- uh, tops out at nineteen ninety nine for like the everything is ad free. You get a little bit of everything: your sports, your Hulu, your Disney Plus. That stays the same. Everything else upward, going up, and loosely around the same time. Uh, but uh, we've also, I think, heard about. Uh, you know, there's, or, or unless it's already there, there, I think like a Netflix ad support, ad supported, uh, everyone's getting an ad supported tier, which is like the upsell. Cause usually it's like a whopping, like one to $2 more a month gets you into the ad free category. And so it's just kind of there as being like their foot in the door to push you into a tier that already existed that you already paid for. That was the same price as the ad free tier is now, but they can do that and be like, Hey, just for $3 more, no ads. And the new ones cost as much as your old one and go fuck yourself. It's kind of what's happening here. They're all just kind of uh, scooching up a little bit as, uh, as we move forward. And I'm sure it will continue to go up. I greatly look forward to paying as much for the three streaming services I use as I do for cable television right now. I'm just giddy with excitement, waiting for the moment to roll through, uh, where three three of them is going to cost like eighty dollars a fucking month <laughs> for the ad for the ad supported bundle. Uh, I, mean, I mean, you get ads on TV too, right? Well, that's just the it. same thing. That's just it. But that was but but that's why everyone loved streaming is that you could pay. Enough that uh, for years they were like, oh, this is enough money. No ads. You're paying specifically. And now it's like, not enough money. More ads. <laughs> get, get more. Yeah. But I mean, at the, on the flip side, they're making projects that are basically, I mean, we're getting to the point where theatrical. I, oh, I know. We're, get, we're, we're getting, this ain't, this ain't daytime television no. where we're watching like cops on TV or the like the big show is like fucking I don't it's know not Hawaii Five O. Yeah, it's not know? sitcoms and shit. No. We're getting some real we're getting some real fucking It's just it's just keep climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. Yeah. And eventually inevitable. I'm I'm wondering where I'm wondering where the stop button is for this. Like where's the off button uh for this if we just keep there like going be. up and scaling there up. There won't be. There won't be. I mean it'll go up to, you know, you're paying fifty bucks a month. Like it's it's inevitable. Like it will I'm, happen. I'm gonna have to start training myself now for a new hobby. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it will it 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 will happen. Oh, it, there is gonna come a time where you're gonna have to choose. Yeah. I mean, who who watches TV? Surprisingly, a large number of people still. I, I would imagine it's still a large number, but I think it also equally surprise people how many people don't watch TV anymore and still pay for it. Oh yeah. Like, it's just there. Well, a lot of it, like it, like here, for example, like the bundles, they bundle it with everything, right? And the bundles, like if you if you need if anything, because if they didn't, nobody would buy it. Yeah, it would be like a failed. It would just be a failed thing. But it, it also like, allows them to upsell like every other piece of their other packages as like an internet service provider. You're now doing like the like home phone, cell phone, yeah. cable fucking your your streaming services and stuff come with some of them and things like that it's just like a a whole bunch of uh of of upselling uh kung fu panda 4 not something i would have thought they would have uh, decided to bring back out of the the vault but they are uh they've announced kung fu Fu panda 4 bringing back one of the as, as i said here in the notes one of the few animated films of that era that i never actually saw have you seen Kung Fu Panda, especially with, with or without Kai? Kai hasn't even seen Kung Fu Panda. No. 
I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe when he was younger. Might have just like but, popped up on the TV like in a, yeah, in a string of movies. Might have. Might have. I, I don't remember though. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I've never watched it. It's, it was a popular, clearly. I mean, we're on number four. It was a popular, popular couple of films. Uh, yeah. but, uh, I think it's I just Jack Black, it. right? Yeah, Jack it is. Jack Black is, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it probably, it's probably done well. Uh, and the last, the last thing that I've got here, unless you've got something else that you've uh, seen in this category this week, was I just wanted to say, because it's, it's the only thing that M and I have had time to watch, like uh, an episode here and there, uh, is Sandman on Netflix. Sandman is fucking good television. You should watch it. It's fucking good. Like, really, really fucking good. Very well done. Um, I, like, and you know me, I'm an asshole. I shit on everything. Like, other than, like, the last two episodes, where there's, like, the, there, there, you can tell that they've got a lot, because this comes out of, like, either, I think, I don't know if it's a book or a comic or a combo of, of the two. They've got a lot of shit that they're trying to cram into a specific number of episodes. And that only started to become evident in the last like two that we watched, which is like three quarters of the way through the season. Um, they still handled it. Well, it's just like, it finally started to show the cracks of like uh, a property that maybe needed three or four more episodes to get all of the shit that they were trying to get in to make everything make sense, but didn't have those episodes. And so they had to come up with, interesting and sometimes less sensible ways of of getting that uh, out in front of you uh beyond that though holy shit that is a good ass show uh very well done uh indeed been very much enjoying that it's the only thing i've had time to really watch uh we just like 45 minutes sometimes we don't even get through 45 minutes it's like halfway through m's asleep back to bed and that's the show uh not because she doesn't like it she likes it more than me it's just you know i got to get up for work and she's she's tired so yeah that's uh that's that's all i've that's all that's all i've got uh for now on that on that front have you guys been what have you guys been watching on your end anything nah we haven't been watching that much um probably gonna get back into the swing of things this weekend figure something out but uh, we haven't they haven't watched any anything major, so nothing on this side. Okay. Yeah. All right. No other. Quiet. No. 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 No other Black Island. You know, Black Black Island. Black, uh, I uh, mean, I mean, we're. I mean, we're watching. I mean, we we occasionally watch a little bit of Love Island, but we're we're not really. Have, have you plastered? Have you like? Have you blasted through all available like questionable yes. dating content, yes. and you have to wait for the next round? Yes, that's pretty much Fuck. where we're at. Time to yeah. call up Nick Lachey. Like yeah. Nick. Save us, Nick. Save us! Save us. <laughs> Save us, please. <laughs> Dude, do you ever think, do you ever stop to think about how much money Nick Lachey and his, and his wife are making for like 34 seconds of combined on-screen appearance? A lot. That they have on these shows? A lot. Shit's crazy. They, I think they have like producer roles and shit too. Like, I don't know. Give me that gig. Oh yeah, they're printing. Give me that one. I just show up and not, and not like crazy people are telling me about their crazy dating ideas. I'm just like, yes, yeah, totally. And then just watch everything fall apart and burn on fire in front of me. Yeah, that sounds like a good gig. Sounds like a good time. Uh, well, if that's it, then that's it, which means it's time to move on over into. Uh, move, uh, tech support, tech support. <laughs> Sorry, I just got an email at the same time and I'm like half brain, reading it. Brain, brain short circuited on that one. We got, we got there. Tech support, patreon.com slash 
Like TV, the place to go if you want to financially support the podcast and get a couple of perks along the way. Chiefly, the big one right now, and has been for quite some time, is for $10 or more a month, other than getting the high-quality version of this podcast, uh, is uh, the ability to ask us some questions each and every week. I post up a little post on Patreon called Tech Support, and uh, those at $10 or higher have access to that to ask us questions in the comment section, and then we answer as many as we have, uh, or as many as we can, in the time that we have. And there you go. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Seth asks, and this is, this is pertinent information, I feel, as Mr. Black just had to uh, go and mow some lawns the other day. Said, pick one, free lawn mowing for five years, or free snow removal for one really bad winter. Uh... Lawn removal for five years or snow removal for one bad winter? Yeah. For free? Yeah, this is, this is, this is, which one um, do you go with? I'm going with the lawn mowing because I can pay somebody for one year to do <laughs> bad snow. So five years free lawn, lawn mowing services? I'm in. No brainer. Yeah, me too. No I mean, I, I've lived, I've lived through enough bad winters now that it's just like, I hate it. But yeah. it's become like some cold, dark part of me that I just turn my brain off. I go outside and I'm like, fuck! And I go outside and I just grab my shovel. I don't even do, I don't even snowblow. It could be four feet of fucking snow oh, outside. I don't even grab the snowblower. I just go out and I just angry, fucking salty, just like just pure adrenaline and anger to get through the entire driveway. And then I just go inside and I'm, and then I, I curse and swear some more until it's over. I, so yeah, I'll go, I'll go with lawn mowing because, um, I don't mind lawn mowing, but at the same time, like recently, the weather has been so hot and so humid that you're trying to like balance, don't cut the lawn because then it will scorch and then your lawn's going to get fucking killed, but then it gets too long and then it takes you twice as long to fucking mow it, especially if you're bagging it. But then also if you mow it, it's 48 degrees centigrade outside and humid as shit, 80 degree or 80% humidity and you're just dying. You're pushing a lawnmower and you're 15 minutes in and you've sweat 14 pounds of water out of your body and it's the worst activity in that regard especially if you've got like a lawn that you have to go around a lot of shit uh yeah. it's annoying as fuck if you just got a lawn that's just literally a square and you ain't got fucking like trees and bushes and other shit in the way easy peasy just mow right through that shit but the moment you guys start carefully fucking going around stuff nah, and that that's that ain't it that's where you pack the bags in uh hey dent says uh fuck mary kill dbz version this time around so fuck mary kill bulma chi chi android 18 mm. shit my my teenage self marrying... is gonna have to be come up for this one yeah oh, well, i'm marrying um i'm marrying chi chi okay um i gotta keep it 100 I'm marrying yeah, Chi-Chi. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm fucking Android 18, and I'm killing Balma. I'll get. I'll get down with the. I'll. I'll. I'll join Krillin in the in the fucking robot category because. Well, to be fair, didn't she get wished into being a human yeah, at some point? Yeah, she get wished into being human. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just assume that happened. But yeah, I'm. I'm the Android 18 That's over Balma. Tough. Balma just annoyed the fuck out of me for the most of my life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure I could marry Balma. It would be too much. Um, but Vegeta, Vegeta perpetually salty for a reason, but she, you know, she just got a thing that like I would smash. 
You know what? Just okay. so I'm not, I, 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 the, the, the trueness in me wants to do exactly what you did. Okay. okay. But All just right. to be different. Okay. All right. Just to be different. Okay. I am, I'm killing Chi Chi. Um, because, okay. you know, yeah, she's, once again, the first part of me is going to go with what you did because it's the one that makes the most the sense. The most sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're going to marry anybody, you're going to marry Chi Chi. I mean, Clearly. she's a home provider. She's all about the kids. She's, you know, she doesn't get in the way. She always makes sure that you're fed. She's you the know? strongest woman on earth. She's the, she's the strongest woman on earth. I mean, she <laughs> is quite literally the, the mom material. All right. But True. I'm going to be a little bit different here to be different. I'm killing Chi Chi. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm marrying Android. Okay. And I'm fucking Balma. Okay. That would because be, you when know, you're mar- when you're married yeah. to Android, you're still fucking Android, right? You're you're still getting it in. Right? True. You like you you Which still, is the important still, part of the equation that's the, here. That's the important part, right? Because if I had to choose like if if I was a marriage where there was no sex involved, then I'm not going to marry Android 18, I'm going to marry Balma. Yes. Right? But you're married, right? So you can get it in. So I'm going to go with Android. Because also, I think it's a marriage that uh, would be exciting. It would, it would, it wouldn't be any dull. It wouldn't be dull. I mean, we're gonna fight, and then we're gonna have really awesome makeup sex, uh, <laughs> and everything is gonna be good. Um, and you know, Chi Chi is just she's boring, right? So, like, uh, maybe she's you, a freak in the bedroom. You never be. know. She could be. But you know I'm, what I mean? Again, I'm doing this. Just to be different, but my my initial would be Mary Chi Chi. We're fucking the android, and yeah. we're killing Bulma. I mean, yeah. I think that's a pretty easy. Yeah, that's pretty easy. But I'm just being different to be different. Okay, every kid. This comes in from Danish Devil. Every kid has a pyro phase growing up. Any stories? He said, I remember yep. holding a flame against... We might even be thinking of the same one right now. We were holding a flame no, against... Mine's different. Okay, citrus skin and watching the oils shoot out little flames was pretty sweet. Uh, so, all right, so the one I'm thinking of is there was a kid uh, that kind of became part of the, the, the group on this street uh, peripherally because they lived a little ways down the road from us. They, they weren't here as often because of that, but they, they were kind of here... And, uh, uh, we had one night we were, we were up in a parking lot of a store nearby and they had sheds out front that they were trying to sell. And we were just hanging out in the shed. There was like five of us at the time. And, uh, somebody pointed the corner of the, of the shed and we're like, the fuck is that? I'm like, I don't know. I picked it up. It was a pop bottle, Pepsi bottle, but it wasn't Pepsi inside. I was like, what the fuck is this? It was kind of yellowish. It's like somebody just pit, like pissed two liters worth of Pepsi. The fuck is it? Open the tap, took a sniff. Pure fucking gasoline. Just two liters of gasoline for some reason in a Pepsi bottle in this shit. I will, I will, I've still never figured out why anyone would have two liters of gasoline in a Pepsi bottle in a shed in a parking lot, but it was there. And uh, immediately, as we were all teenagers, our first thought was fire. And so we uh, we went to a place that we called the pit which was a, uh, a failed home development area uh, not far from where we lived 
that, uh, that we would go and hang out in. It was secluded-ish from other places, and we'd hang out there. Uh, and, uh, we've got a bunch of shit. Bunch of branches and fucking, uh, tree, uh, dead trees and shit. Brought them over. Poured some gasoline on it. Boom. Bonfire. Great time. Having a blasty blast. So we were all just chilling. And this kid that I was just, you know, talking about earlier, uh, at some point picked up the, the bottle of gasoline. And he had a brilliant thought. He was like, man, you know what would be super cool? If I could see my name on the ground in fire. Wouldn't that be some fucking cool shit? Some Chris Angel type shit. Mind freak. So he picks up the bottle. And he did, he, he, now, he had the cool idea, but he didn't quite have the, the methodology of how to accomplish his goal figured out. He knew what he wanted to do. He had a loose idea how to accomplish this goal, but he unfortunately didn't think it all the way through, mostly because I suspect he's never actually handled a bottle of gasoline before in his life. So what he did was, instead of pouring his name onto the ground, writing it out, and then lighting that on fire, his genius plan was he knew that fire would follow the gasoline. So he took the bottle over to the fire, the raging fucking bonfire. We're all standing around. I'm watching him out of the corner of my eye. And I wasn't sure what he was doing, but at first I thought he was just going to like, you know, put some on to like, you know, make a big pyre of fucking fire happen. No, no, that wasn't his plan. He started squirting the bottle at the edge of the fire to then draw it out to start writing his name so that the fire would like come out of the fucking bonfire and then light his name up on the ground. And before I could say, don't you, he started doing this shit. And of course, what does the fire do? It runs right up the fucking stream into the bottle. And there's nowhere for all that to go. That bitch explodes. He's covered in fucking gasoline. He's on fire like it's a bad 90s fucking action flick. Everyone stops and turns around seeing this kid literally on fire looking like out of a Jackie Chan movie. Everyone's like, nobody screamed or anything. Everyone was like kind of stunlocked, deer in headlights. What is happening? Why is he on fire type situation? We are not even 15 feet from a small pond that was back in there. That was like 8, 10 feet deep. He could have just ran his ass over there like 15 feet. Boom. Problem solved. Instead, he does what lots of people do. They panic. He just ran around in circles. Literally just looking like out of a bad action movie. Flame. It was pitch blackout, so it just looked like a man on fire. Walk, running Because it was a man on fire. He's just running around in circles. Until eventually, somebody just screamed, Roll on the, flick the fucking ground! Stop, drop, and roll! We learned this shit when we were four! Get hit the ground and roll! Like, there's dirt everywhere, you idiot! And so he finally gets down on the ground and starts... Rolling, but he's covered in gasoline, so that doesn't go out that easily. So we got we got some other shit, and we started fucking like trying to like put out this fire. We eventually put out the fire. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was too late at that point. Half the guy's clothes no longer on his body, uh, but it was too dark for us to see the real damage. And so we were just we were like, all right, we got to go find like a street light. We go assess the situation because while it was cool to watch you literally light yourself on fire, we need to find out just how fucked up you are. So we got him to a, a, a light and we sat him down on the curb underneath the street light. And the first two things I noticed was one, he had no leg hair. Uh, and two, he had no eyebrows. Those were the first two things that I noticed as, as we assessed the situation. And unfortunately, because when it exploded, most of it went to his legs, he definitely had some burns 
on his legs. And he was in shock, literal shock at the time, of course, because he was just on fire. And I said, you know what, buddy? We should maybe get you home. <laughs> should maybe get you home. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, you ain't good. You're the opposite of good. You're bad. You are actually, you're crispy right now. You fucking Colonel Sanders your ass down there. We need to get you home, maybe to a hospital. There's a strong chance that you're going to a burn ward. We should probably get you home. He's like, no, I'm good. Anyway, he finally decides to go home. He's like, guys, don't follow me home. Because my, my mom will come out and she's going to be fucking living. And so, you know, he eventually just walked his ass home. Crisp as shit, still smoking, walking home on the side of the road. We never saw that guy come down to our street ever again. His mom dead ass would have said, boy, don't you dare go down. I don't know what story he told her. Like, he definitely didn't say, so mom, unfortunately, this is my bad. I kind of tried to write my name with gasoline and I fucked myself up. He probably gave some other, like, Fruit Loop story that made everyone else look like they were kind of part of it to, like, take some of the blame off himself. And mom said, no, no, not my child. You're not going back with those crazy fucking children down there. Never saw him again. So that's my, that's my pyro uh, we just wanted a fire, which is all we used it for. He wanted some crazy shit, uh, an evil Knievel disaster, uh, in the process. It was not a good plan. So that was, that was, that's mine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, that's, that's one of the crazier ones. Um, <laughs> I, I had a similar story, but it, it, nobody, surprisingly, uh, we were, we were, um, in the back of somebody's house. Um, fuck, how old was I? I think I was a teenager, honestly. Probably. Um, yeah. Uh, you weren't there. I was, I was, this is when I had just moved to the place after I lived on your street. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was, I was a, a road or two over mm. and we were in the back of somebody's yard and we were drinking and, um, you know, we were underage, but the mom was like, cool. You know, like we could go there and drink coolers or beer or whatever, and it was like whatever. Probably the mom was like, at least I know where they are versus they're going to go yeah. drink somewhere else. Yeah. So we ended up having a bonfire in the back, and this isn't my this isn't really my story, but it reminds me of that. Is there was a fire in the back, and there was a a gasoline, uh, like the red gasoline that you take to the fucking gas station and fill up to put in like a snowblower or lawnmower or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And one of the kids. Uh, or as teenagers, did exactly that, except that he didn't want to put his name in there. He just wanted to pour gasoline in the fire to make it go, you know, big. Bigger. And so he took the, the, the cap off, and he went by the fire, and he was literally, like, pouring the gasoline. And I, want, like you, <laughs> on the side of my eye, yes. I saw it, and I wasn't oh, no. too far from the, from the fire. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sitting on a tree stump around the fire, and I see it to the side and I'm like this is going to be very bad and lo and behold <laughs> the fire just immediately just went up into the can now the mom was on the back porch and she saw it and she screams run drop the can run because it, it all happened basically in slow motion but it, it happened quick so this guy he throws the can on the ground and I don't know how this, and the can is damn near full. Like it was fresh. Uh. I have no idea how there wasn't an explosion, but essentially what happened was some of the gas spilled on the grass and it started going on fire. And the, the, the fire went up into the hose 
kind of like getting ready to go into the bucket to explode. When it did that, it just kind of sat on the rim and it burned. Just kept like burn for a while. It just burned there and then it went out. What? And everybody was like, whoa. And then everybody was freaking out because they didn't know if the thing was going to blow up. So everybody's oh, like course. running away from the house. And we're all standing aside just waiting for this thing to explode. And it never exploded. So wow. The guy got lucky. Uh, but what, what, what I used to do as a kid is uh, we there there is a little corner store. And this was before I moved to where where, where okay. you live. So I was maybe 11, 12 years old. Might have been 12. And uh, we would go to this convenience store. And uh, they would, at the time, they would sell matches. Like, you could get like a little pack of matches. I don't know why this convenience store, it was a small little convenience store in the hood. And so I don't think he really cared who was buying the stuff. And he knew that, like, we were up to no good with the shit. <laughs> uh, but what we did is we didn't even buy the, the, the little tiny things by themselves. We would buy the, the, the cartons. So there, there would come, you could either buy them individually, and they were cheap back then, like 10 cents. Like, they were super cheap. Oh, yeah. So we would buy boxes of them, like just straight up <laughs> boxes. And the guy would sell them to us. And what we would do is, like, late at night, sometimes we would go into the woods and, like, start little fires um, and, you know, little bonfires or whatever. We wouldn't, like, light the woods on fire and run away, but we would, yeah. you know, just do whatever, right? But when we started to do, which we thought was really cool, is we would use them as, as fireworks. So what we did is we would, we would light one, and the package that they came in was, was, like, cardboard. So it would, like, light on fire as well. So what we would do is... We'd be on on a busy street, but it would be super late at night, so there wasn't that many cars that came through. And what we did is so dangerous. Like we were kids. Like the dude, you're invi- you're, when you're a kid, you're you think you're invincible, so you don't even like you don't even think you just do. Yeah, but I mean, like I did a lot of dumb shit as a kid. Like I would throw snowballs at cars that are driving by, and like oh, I could yeah. like fucking get get somebody killed essentially. Oh, yeah. Like uh, and didn't when you're a kid, you don't think you don't think of this stuff, right? You know, if you throw a snowball at somebody's car and they lose control of the car or whatever, like, you know, it's just fucking dumb. Um, but anyway, what we what we would do is the cars would drive down and we would light one of the packs of matches and we would stuff it in the box. And then we would take the box and we would throw the box uh, up above the, the road. And when it was in the air, all of the matches at the same time would just ignite. It was it was literally like like fireworks and it would create this like really cool looking bluish firework type thing. It would almost be like a ball of fire in the air and it would just kind of like, it would dissolve by the time it hit the ground, it would pretty much be done, but it just looked cool. And we used to do that. We used to do that shit all the time. But one time we, we did it and we, we were by a, um, uh, like, a uh, what do you call it? A place where, when, when people die, they go um, there and you do the ceremony and stuff. What what is that called? Oh, um, uh, the funeral home. Funeral home. So we're at, we're at, we're at, we were beside a funeral home. It was like late at night, and people called the cops on us. And uh, <laughs> the cop ends up coming, and one of my buddies throws one of these things, and the cop comes and turns the light on, and uh, we end up we all scatter, but we end up going in and basically getting inside of the funeral home late at night because I'm I'm hiding from the cops and there was a door that was notoriously like unlocked all the time 
And we used to go there sometimes at night and like uh, pretend that we would see like ghosts or ghosts like, dead people walking around and. You know, it would be like super late and we'd kind of break into this place and it was the basement and they would have like some coffins there and the coffins like there wouldn't be people in them or at least we didn't think. And the coffins <laughs> would just be like in there because they used to sell them there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So when the cops came, a couple of us ran into this door that was unlocked and we went in. It's pitch black in there. It's scary. Like it's actually kind of a creepy place. You go in there. Well, it's a funeral was, home. It's a funeral home. Right. And we we, we used to tell stories about it all the time and like we'd freak each other out and somebody like oh, dude i saw something there and we'd be like no you didn't <laughs> like, yeah i did and then we would like convince ourselves cops come i jump in into this door with another buddy of mine and we're in there and we're hiding out and the cops have no idea that we're in there they think the place is closed and we're sitting there and the cop we could see the lights on from the window and they're they're picking up the matches and different things and i'm sitting in there and me and my buddies in there all of a sudden we hear a noise right and we start freaking out so I'm going, I'm because I'm actually kind of scared. It's pitch black in there. I don't know what's in there. I'm thinking maybe, you know, maybe these stories are true. Maybe there's something in there. And I'm looking over and it's pitch black. And you know, when you're in a dark room, you over time to, you can you start see to see shit. things, right? You yeah, start to yeah. see. And my vision starts coming, and all I can see are these coffins, like just kind of laid out around. And I'm in there, the cops are outside, and I'm thinking to myself, dude. It's either I go out there and I'm going to get in trouble by the police or I stay in here and some fucking, you know, something bad's going to happen to me. <laughs> so we're in there. We're freaking out. And, uh, you know, we're, we're sitting in there. And then we start getting paranoid because then we start thinking we hear shit. And, uh, yeah, so that's about as far as it went. The cops ended up leaving and we end up running out and we, we get away. But we used to do dumb shit like that all the time. The the, the matches, we, we used to do some dumb shit. I am surprised that we hadn't caught like woods on fire or oh, yeah. fucking, you know, well, uh, remember, some crazy stuff. Like, re remember when when we had this place called Cordite Cove, and you could go there and collect like a, at some point a shipment of cordite ended up getting washed on shore to this in this cove, like I uh, was a ways from here, and uh, and we you like you know, some of the kids that live closer to it would go there and collect batches of cordite. Yeah, it was like flammable. You know what cordite is like flammable pellets, and uh, and then we would do all sorts of really stupid shit. Yeah, with cordite. With cordite, yeah, and it can cause a fire, man. It can do. Of some, course, can do some damage. So. Like it was like it was like black market shit. Like oh, you know, Timmy went down to get some more cordite. Let's do this weekend. Let's just fucking light some shit on fire. It is a miracle that nothing, nothing boys, catastrophic boys happened. Boys, kids will be kids, man. We all, we've all done some dumb shit as kids. Well, I'm hoping my child doesn't find a two liter bottle of fucking gasoline. Yeah, no. If it, yeah, yeah, no. It's a bad time. Uh, Yano says special question. Each answer on their own. He said, Adam, if you could restart a new life uh, uh, and be birthed anywhere in the world, where would you choose? Uh, and then Jeff, we all know you will support your son doing a career of his own choosing, but. Do you have a specific career in mind that you would really want him to aim for? Uh, oh. so no, <laughs> there's Jeff's answer. I yeah, like, no, I, yeah. I mean, my answer is quick. Um, yeah. I, I, I just want to see him do what he wants to do. So, yeah. you know, I really, truly don't care what that is. If he wants to be a teacher, great. If he wants to be a fucking a policeman, great. If he wants to be in the entertainment business, great. If he wants to, it to me, it's whatever. I would like to see him do like, 
you know, uh, some parents say, hey, I would really like my son to be a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, the sort of the standard stuff. I just want to see him do something that he enjoys and then, you know, give it 100%. That's all I want. I don't really care what it is. I mean, selfishly, part of me would like to see him follow in his old man's footsteps when it comes to uh, real estate and, you know, uh, having an entrepreneurial mind. But I'm not going to push it on him. And whatever he wants to do, he can do. Yeah, I, as far as mine, uh, a new life being birthed anywhere else in the world, where would you choose? Man. I don't know. To be, to be honest, it's kind of hard to envision, you know, an experience where you're born somewhere else and raised somewhere else because you don't really have that early... Li- like, you can travel somewhere else later in life. And it's not the same as having the experience of actually, like, being born and growing up in, in that region. Um, I don't know. I think I'm pretty okay with, with where I was now. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, like... I mean, like, you might say, like, the usual shit. Like, maybe you could choose a European country of some kind, or, or, uh, or uh, Japan, or Korea, or New Zealand, or Australia, or something. New Zealand, Australia, Canada, all kind of sort of similar experiences, I would imagine. Uh, you know, obviously cultural differences, but, but sort of similar. Um, um, maybe somewhere like an, uh, where island life is a thing. Uh, I was gonna, I would have said Hawaii. Yeah, like island life, because that's like a Maui. far enough thing away from culturally that it might be neat to experience that, uh, that kind of a deal. Because in a lot of other places, like culturally, there are differences, but it tends to just be like um, unhealthy levels of like hyper competitiveness because of the population size for the area. So like Japan, even the schooling system, like they... The, like the rates of, of kids doing shit to themselves and everything because of it is just through the roof. So maybe not so much that, but like an Island life thing, uh, is a little bit more of a, of a, um, of a like com- you know, community, uh, more laid back kind of a situation, family oriented, uh, but in a totally culturally different way than what we would have had here. So maybe something like that. Uh, Caldeer asks, what is the nerdiest video game you guys have possibly heard of? Uh, Requires a ton of reading, lots of in-game knowledge, and a bunch of complex shit uh, to put together to even have fun. I think that game is called EVE Online. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a good... That's that's it. Yeah. Uh, You know... uh, Man. That's... That's a no for me, dog. That's pretty much the most complex you're basically working another career inside of eve um so i would i would say probably that uh for sure uh beyond that uh you're probably not talking about video games you might be talking about tabletop type stuff um you know dungeons and dragons is pretty accessible these days in the past it was maybe a little bit less so a little bit more accessible but there's probably some more specific tabletopy stuff that's that requires a little bit more knowledge and and would be considered a bit more nerdy Uh, a lot of the like video game stuff being nerdy has now been shifted into like tabletop 
which tabletop was always considered nerdy, but now it's like of the cult, the, of the subculture. It's like the subculture to the subculture that that's that. But even it's getting because of Dungeons and Dragons becoming more popular, it's getting pulled up out of that as well, to the point where uh, nerddom in general is just not what it used to be. So uh, yeah, but but Eve Online spreadsheet simulator, it's probably the one. Uh, Mark, oh, Editor Mark, says, what's the weirdest thing in your refrigerator right now? The weirdest thing in my refrigerator right now. Um. Gluten-free, dairy-free pizza? How is it? <laughs> Dog shit. Ha! <laughs> It's not good. They're still trying, Jeff. You know, they're still trying to make, you know, they're trying to make that magic happen, but that's asking a lot of food Yeah, no. at that point. Um, yeah, I don't, we don't have a lot of weird shit. Uh, I would say like the weirdest shit or something that not a lot of people would have in their fridge. I have gochujang, which is like a Korean red pepper paste thing. Um, and I just use that for making sauces and things like that. Because uh, otherwise, there's not like a lot of really weird stuff. Sometimes the weird stuff is when M is, is getting Filipino food. Because there's a lot of Filipino food that colors way outside the North American diet lines. You start talking about like pig blood stew and shit like that. That would be where, where it uh, crosses over into uh, unknown, you know, uh, sensitive virgin North American palate town. Uh, when she's like, oh, try this. And you'll start eating it like, no, it's not bad. What is it? Pig's blood. Great. Awesome. Uh, Dr. Samurai asks, any thoughts on what Elon is going to do with his billions in cash that he's recently pulled out of all of his companies? Uh, well, you can be certain he won't sit on it because with inflation, it will burn, uh, at a rate that, uh, I mean, uh, it's that much money, even if it was sitting in accounts with low interest, it would still fucking absorb a lot of it but you're still going to be burning a lot of money if you sit on it and somebody like elon would never sit on cash for very long without some purpose as for what that purpose is fuck me if i know i mean the uh, i couldn't i couldn't even imagine i'm sure whatever it is nobody will have it on their bingo card that like my guess is that it was it is unlikely to be something that somebody would come up with and have like you know, some sort of vision to be like, I bet you Elon's going to have this, I'll buy this. Like, I, 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 I doubt that it will be something like that. It will probably be something completely out in fucking left field. Uh, but that's a good question because he has all this money now that he pulled out during the Twitter thing. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and making some sales. He didn't, pull, of, he didn't pull that much out of Twitter. Of shares. He didn't, he didn't pull, he didn't, he didn't pull that he, much. He was, he was raising a shit ton of money. So he did, like, he raised. It's not like he went out and sold fucking forty billion dollars worth of shares. No, he was, no, no, no. He was but, going it is, out, but it is billions out, in in stock. Yeah, but I mean, he was going out raising the vast majority of that money. He yes, was, you know, he, yeah, he yeah. wasn't just like fucking, you know. But he still sitting. has in cash. He still has billions of dollars sitting around right now. That sure, he, sure. yeah. So it's the a question small is, small portion of his net worth. I mean, yes, but his net worth is not in cash, so it doesn't burn up with with all of the inflation that's happening right now. But no, not even Elon wants to burn. You know, let's say it was 
10 billion in cash. Like, nobody wants to just have that sitting around burning a hole uh, during all of this. Uh, he wants to invest it in something. Uh, but what that is, because $10 billion is small for his net worth, but $10 billion is still an enormous amount of investment seeding. For anyone, even the most wealthy man on earth, being him, that's still a lot of investment money that he can play around with. So, I don't know. I, I, like I said, my best guess is that it's unlikely to be something that people were like, it'll be this. It's probably going to be some random fucking thing. Just like, just like when he made the decision to announce that he was possibly buying Twitter, nobody had that on their bingo card. Nobody was like, oh, Elon Musk is just going to wake up one morning and buy one of the most popular social media platforms. Well, there was there was quite a bit of discussions of him wanting to get into media. So Yes, but most know, of the billionaires you know, are buying like traditional media. I didn't I don't know if anyone thought, hey, he's gonna buy social media in that in that I regard. mean that is true. That's pretty much traditional media now. So that, well, yeah, fair enough. That's true. Times have changed. That is true. Um Volkus uh, asks, favorite or memorable game from back when we had actual arcades in malls? I think we had this question a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, we have had it before. I mean, I, I like, you know, Turtles in Time. I think know. I said uh, Cruisin' uh, yeah. is oh, one of mine. Cruisin Cruisin's a, a fun one. Um, time Crisis is uh, another, or Dance House Dance of the Dead. Revolution. Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, you can't not Tell me that everyone enjoys punching that fucking punching bag thing, the speedball. Um, uh, there was a really fun one that's just basically like a meme, but there was a really fun one uh, in the same vein as the as the the speed bag punch, where it was an arm wrestling machine. Do you ever see one of yeah. those? Those are kind of fun too. You get to a point where it's like literally fucking Herculean. You have like five people trying to pull the arm over, it's just not happening. Um. Yeah, but I would I would say like my my top three in no particular order would be like, you know, Dance Dance Revolution, Cruising, and then like a Time Crisis or a or a, a House of the Dead type situation. Like some sort of gallery shooter is always a a fun time. Uh, Volcus says on and this is Volcus again on a different note. What's the weirdest flavor of ice cream you've ever heard of? Not necessarily had yourself, but the weirdest flavor of ice cream you've heard of. I know, I know that at some point not long ago, I discovered that somebody had developed ketchup ice cream, which, as much as I like ketchup, fuck that noise. Uh, so I would say that's probably my top nope uh, for me. I've also heard of, at some point, pickle. Another fucking weird one. Uh, but the ketchup one definitely threw me for, for, uh, for a loop. What about you? You ever hear of any weird-ass ice cream flavors? I'm sure I have. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. Um. Yeah, I They're mean, They're never I, I, in any of the places that we would go for ice cream. Like, we go, yeah. we would go to, like, Cows. Cows isn't, isn't selling ketchup-flavored yeah, no. fucking ice cream, right? Yeah, no, I, I did, I did see, like, a coconut-flavored ice cream somewhere at one point, um, which is just weird to me, but maybe it's not weird in certain parts of the world. Um. What was it, co- coconut? Coconut, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a coconut yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't really th- I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. That's a good question. I just usually when there's weird ass ice cream flavors, it just I just 
<laughs> doesn't even register into my brain. I'm just like, I ain't eating that. Plus, when I go to get ice cream, man, I'm 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 a simple guy. I like chocolate ice cream, mm. and I like uh I like orange cr- like a like an orange creamsicle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if they have that, I'm taking that over everything. Yeah. Um, and then you know I like um uh like a something that has either strawberry in it or blueberries in it. Um, that's it. That's like that's like my range. I, I got. Are I got you like are four. you therefore a Neapolitan fan? No. Nah. No, when I was a kid, I used to eat it all the time because mom used to get like the big tubs of, yeah, of, yeah. of Neapolitan. I used to call it Napoleon. And, <laughs> uh, Napoleon and ice cream. I like that's it. What we, that's what we called it as kids, Napoleon. Um, yeah, we used to have it all the time. And it got to the point where I used to just dig the chocolate out and I would leave the fucking strawberry uh, and the vanilla. Yeah. And then my mom used to get pissed because like she'd go to <laughs> get something and be like, no chocolate. I just like gouge the middle out and just eat the chocolate part. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I, I'll fuck with just a straight up good vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like chocolate, just plain chocolate ice cream, but I, I don't like it as much as just a vanilla. Um, uh, peanut butter chocolate ice cream, um, I'm there for, cause peanut butter chocolate is one of my favorite flavors. Uh, and I am one of the weird people that loves me a, a mint chocolate chip. I'm that weird guy that everyone's like, well, it tastes like toothpaste. I, to me, it doesn't taste like toothpaste, thankfully. Although if my toothpaste tasted like mint chocolate chip ice cream, I'd be brushing my teeth 24 hours a day, seven days a fucking week. I'd be eating my fucking toothpaste at that point if it tasted that good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's, and there's other forms of chocolate that are either like peanut butter chocolate or like a chocolate fudge, things of that nature, like really decadent chocolate. If it's just plain chocolate ice creams, like, yeah, I'll eat it, but I'm not like dying to eat it, but a plain vanilla I can, uh, I can, uh, I can mess with as, as well. Um, and then the last one Volkus has here for us, he said, almost forgot this one. Adam, how many times have you, and this is a bit of a throwback, how many times have you threatened to take away Jeff's man card? He said, I remember that from uh, a few when she's fails videos back in the day. So I think like, I think the one that I can remember the most from like the when she's fails one probably refers to Jeff's unabashed love for, for the OC. Uh, I think that's like the primary one for sure. I don't remember, and no, none of the other ones stand out to me, but I did love trolling Jeff about the OC shit back in the day. I still occasionally bring it out as like a fucking throwback because yeah, it's such a meme. Go, California! California! <laughs> Here we come! <laughs> just pull that shit fucking kills me. I can just see that. I can just see the like, the, the, the brooding teenage imagery yeah. from the intro video and shit. It just fucking kills me. It makes uh, me laugh. Rachel, Rachel Bilsom. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your first like major celebrity crush. Oh, it's definitely definitely my first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I, I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. That's probably like the primary one. I'm sure, in, like back in the StarCraft shit, there's like a couple of like other ones, but the standout one is always has always been Jeff's love for the OC for sure. Uh, and the last question, unless I refresh this and there was magically another. Nope, it's the last one for this week. So it comes in from Xenon Slayer, who asks, Have you ever found a video game that also interested your parents, whether they join you in playing it or just watching you play the game? Uh, I can honestly say no. <laughs> my parents, yeah. my parents uh, not into games at all. I mean, they would pretend that they would be interested in some of the games, like they're just being good sports, kind of like my son, if he's, he wants to show me, 
I don't know, a video on YouTube or whatever, right? Mm. I could give zero fucks about it, but I'm more interested in him being interested in it. Um, and so my parents did do that. My parents always got me new video games every Christmas and or for my birthday. So like they knew video games was a big part of my life. But they never were. They, I, there was never once that I can remember, and I'd have to ask my mom. She's upstairs, so I can always ask her. Did but, you um, stream some shit with you one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was like more of I wanted to scare her, so she'd play like some horror games oh, and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. You know, she'd make a little bit of money from it and stuff. So like, you know, she was just she was being a good sport. <laughs> um, but I can honestly say I don't think there's ever been a time where my parents have been interested, like genuinely interested in playing a video game. I don't think I've ever seen my father or my mother play a video game ever outside of them playing it on the stream with in front of my community. But growing up as a kid, um, I don't recall ever them picking up a controller, nothing. I think my mom's played solitaire on the computer and that's pretty much about as far as it's gone. And that's the show. So no, they are not gamers, never were. Even when I blew up and made a career out of this, they didn't even really take an interest in StarCraft. Like, they knew I always played it as a kid, but they weren't like, oh, so, like, show me what you really do and, like, explain it to... They didn't... They don't give a shit about any of it. Yeah, um... So... Yeah, my parents individually would never play games on their own. Uh, and I don't think it's ever really happened, you know, similar to your mom, you know, my mom on her phone these days, she'll have like, you know, word puzzles or shit like that, that, that she'll play like brain game training type shit. Uh, but otherwise, otherwise not really interested. Dad never really all that interested. The only, so, but you know, that, not to say it never happened. So when I was, when I was young and I first got the... Uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System, um, Mom would play Duck Hunt. It was the one game that she could play, because Mom's probably games, and she might have played a little bit more here and there, probably not much, but a little bit more here and there, but she always got motion sick watching video games. She couldn't do it. Her eyes just could not, uh, could not, uh, uh, you know, uh, handle it, so, so, but she would play Duck Hunt. In this very room that I'm standing in right now, played Duck Hunt. And the difference was, she wasn't like me as a kid. You know, I did the kid thing where you run up to the TV and you're just fucking like point blank, fucking firing at ducks, literally gun against the screen. You know, mom would be at the back of the room doing her thing. Uh, and uh, and she enjoyed that. But yeah, that was, that was that. Dad and I played puzzle games. Like, that was the one thing dad would actually be interested in because, it would, you know, it was, for him, it was fun to do puzzle-related stuff. So that was where dad and I sat down and we played... Uh, Rama, Mist, Mist, uh, Rama, Mist, Ribbon, and Mist 3, uh, were the three games Dad and I played, uh, together, and we got to the very end of Rama, and they never beat it, because there's a way to softlock yourself at the end with a timer, and we totally did that, and we couldn't figure out the, uh, even if we could figure out the solution, we didn't have enough time, so the game went away, and then I eventually beat it, I think it was 2015 or 2014 on my birthday, I pulled an all-nighter and I beat Rama in one sitting uh, as, a, as a way of finally putting that to rest. And then uh, Mist we beat, Ribbon we beat, Mist 3 we only got partway through before, before we put that down. But those were the, the games that, that Mom played with me. It was just Duck Hunt and Dad and I played those. And, and like anything, 
even if they're not super interested when you're a kid, if your parents are interested in hanging out, that's a memory. You get a, you know, yeah. that's, that's something that you hold on to. So, you know, that's a, that was always a fun time, even if it didn't extend much beyond that. And similar to you as well, you know, we did Starcraft and all this shit and like, they were never like, oh, and, you know, how does this work or whatever? And uh, beyond just me loosely explaining yeah. what, you know, what was going on. And that was, that was the show. They were just, you know, they were, they were happy to, you know, that we were happy and that was about the fucking extent of it uh but that's all ladies and gentlemen and just at the nick of time for mr black's yeah, meeting i literally have a meeting in two minutes squeaking it in we will see you guys next week thank you very much for hanging out hopefully you enjoyed yourselves hopefully this makes it to the rss feeds i had to send them another friggin' message last week i think it eventually went out i'll have to check the spotify uh but uh they can't tell me it wasn't media this time and so <laughs> we'll we'll hopefully have that sent out and uh and until next week guys Stay safe out there. Have a good one. And peace. Peace.